All right, this is the American Nightmare Podcast, episode number 25. Woohoo! Nice. Recording on April 30th, 2020. In the middle of Armageddon? In the middle of Armageddon, in, in the middle of our <laughs> own personal horror movie. Yeah, 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 it really is. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was listening to a couple of the old episodes, uh, the ones you just posted um, the other day. Yeah. And, and I think it was either the last one or the one prior to that. We were talking about all the good horror that was going to be coming out in 2020. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how funny is that to say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, uh, 2020 seems like it's completely fucked. Like that, yeah, uh, it's that, its own that, horror show. Yeah, that meme I sent you of the, uh, what was it, uh, me expecting a great 2020 and it's the little girl from uh, hereditary oh yeah with the, the telephone <laughs> oh, that, was awesome. says 2020 on it. <laughs> that was awesome i love that yeah. i sent that to the family because we we actually watched that uh, over the last month and and uh, actually they both liked it yeah it was a uh, it was a very uh, uh poignant uh meme there yes it, yes it was yeah I, um this is really an american nightmare <laughs> <laughs> just yeah thinking, right like when, when this whole when this whole event started when this whole uh virus started i was thinking well i i wonder if we're going to be prepared because think about it if you look at you look at um the sars outbreak like did you even right. hear about it did you even hardly know about it they hardly even uh, mentioned we, it we, on the news yeah there was a couple yeah. thousand you know like what is it 20 or thirty thousand people got infected with it and then it was right. just, like gone mm-hmm same thing with Ebola. Ebola, one or two patients in the U.S. That was a little scary. Yeah, it was a little scary, but yeah. And then the gone. Ebola. Yep. And then this thing, which, you know, it's, uh, my understanding is it's not, it's more contagious than SARS, but less deadly. Is that correct? Uh, I think, well, I think they're still having a hard time figuring that out. Yeah, the numbers are wildly erratic, and that's the other thing, too. It's like, with the chaos that's involved here, it seems like data collection is totally flawed. Like, I'm hearing uh, stories all the time of, like, uh, I, I, I see stories of, like, well, hospitals are just chalking things up to COVID, or hospitals are beginning to hide COVID because they don't want the numbers of the state to look too big. Like, like Florida yeah. now, the Florida State Medical Board has gotten in the center of it, and they're like, oh, we want to evaluate this and release numbers. We don't want it just coming out of hospitals. Uh, so I, I just wonder, like... Yeah, you know, it's going to be a while till we get ac- an accurate, like, an, an actual accurate number. Right, exactly. And and in the modern, you know, in the 2020, we're in 2020, and data science is, like, one of the biggest things right now, right? At, at the company that I work for, we collect, you know, yeah. petabytes of data that come from everything. And then we have these, you know, back in the day, it was like SQL databases with, you know, tables worth of data. Now it's these these new technologies uh, that don't even use SQL uh, databases anymore. Now it's like all graph databases or things like streaming data and petabytes of it. So they got to be able to come up with some decent picture of what exactly is going on and how, you know, my biggest question is how come, you know, one of my... One of my friends from Bethlehem was in the Lehigh Valley Hospital on a respirator for 22 days. Uh, right. He got home on Tuesday. Uh, luckily, he made it out of it. Uh, meanwhile, 
four people that I work with died in New York City because they were on ventilators uh, and did not recover. Uh, yeah, it, it's the strangest thing. I mean, just the it, it, the symptoms are different. Who it affects are di- like you know, yeah. it, it you can't get any like like legitimate data that you can trust because there's so much shit that comes out. Yeah, and they're saying like there's so many people that are asymptomatic, which just seems right. wild because you can have one 40 year old guy that's overweight who's asymptomatic, and you have another 40-year-old guy who's overweight and doesn't smoke who is on a respirator. It's like, yeah. well, what the fuck? How? What determines how hard you're hit by it? Like, uh, I, I'm interested to know that aspect of it, and that's the thing that keeps me from going outside. Is like, Yeah, I, right? I don't want to <laughs> exactly. be the overweight 45-year-old guy on a respirator who dies from it, right? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> I, they're thinking maybe g- genetic code. You know, there's some something in the genetic code that uh, you know some people are predisp- predisposed to. But again, that's just guessing too because we don't have enough data. Yeah. So I'm hoping soon, you know, all these universities out there that are collecting data, processing data, running trends against it, are able to find something somewhere that gives us an idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. So we can get out of this nightmare. It's horribly. Yeah. Carmen, Carmen's brother had the test because he works uh-huh. for the government for the government. Right. And he said it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, he they got that, to shove it like all the way up into your nose, right? Yeah, he said that Q-tip is like really abrasive at the end, mm-hmm. and they shove it way up there, and it's like for 15 seconds. He, he said it's awful. He said don't don't take one if anybody asks if you want one. Yeah, well, I, my understanding is they're developing several new tests now. That like a, a saliva one. Right, that won't require the, the, the stabbing of your nasal passages. Instead, this one is you spit into the little vial and they can get the information right. there. And, and this way it's a self-administered test, I think, which is one of the goals they were trying to get to. They didn't want all the medical personnel with PPE having to do these swabs of your nasal cavity. Right. Uh, they want to be able to just give you the vial, you spit in it, you close it, they'll take it and go process yeah. it. Uh, and and it's it's a lot easier to process then too with that like you know yeah yeah so we'll we'll see what happens with all this but um, hopefully it ends soon uh, yeah my my guess is you know it seems like everyone keeps talking well when it gets warmer hey, dude in Southern California it was in the 90s the past week uh, and now it's in well two weeks ago it was in the 70s this past week it was in the 90s today it's 75 yesterday it was around 80. It's still growing here. There's still more infections yeah. every day. And there's other countries too, like you know, it, it, you know, that are that are already in their summer or, or yeah. warm typically, and are still having outbreaks. And it so makes, makes me feel like things are not going to get back to normal for a while, uh, and that sucks. It sucks for the economy. It sucks for small businesses. That's the other thing. All these, all yeah. these restaurants near me that just like two restaurants that just opened up right before the virus outbreak just went out of business this week they said uh, they can't, can't sustain mm. the rent without you know getting more business so even with the the delivery stuff they can't do yeah uh, we and we've been trying to like hit up the local like some of the local like businesses to get dinner like on the weekends or something like that but so i said to, to to kim i'm like you know their food is good but there's a big difference between like getting it takeout and bringing it home in like right. a cardboard box and opening it up and it's right. lukewarm now you know yeah. It, yeah. It, it's just not the same like i get supporting them but like when you're eating like stuff you'd rather not eat just because you know it's takeout like yeah 
Yeah, and then you have uh, some businesses like uh, I know in Bethlehem downtown Bethlehem they have social still. I gotta uh-huh. imagine yeah. they pivoted uh, to hand sanitizer because that's they what, did. Yeah, yeah, they they did. Yeah, so right around the corner from me, uh, in the, right across the street from me, uh, behind my apartment building, there's a, a restaurant called the Portuguese Bend. It's the first distillery in in California that's also a restaurant. They, oh wow! They pivoted to uh, 500 gallons a day of hand sanitizer that they're giving to all the California hospitals. Nice. Uh, yeah. So the, you know, companies that can pivot with their business under this crisis will survive. And those, uh, like these restaurants that just opened are screwed and that sucks. That does suck. Uh, but I don't agree with people that say the, the cure can't be worse than the disease itself because the bottom line is if we just go, all right, open it up, we got to save the economy. We're just going to have more dead. We're going to be piling bodies, like, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. So, good times, good times. Indeed, indeed. It's, uh, it's a great discussion to have on a horror movie podcast. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen from this. Somebody's writing a script right now. Oh, definitely. And they're going to turn this into a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get started with some horror movie news. Um, so... Um, it's been announced uh, somewhere between our last episode and this episode that Sam Raimi is officially directing Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. Yeah. Which is great. The only thing I don't like is I know that, you know, Disney last year said it'll be PG-13 and you'll like it. Fine. All right. We're, mm-hmm. we're used to that now with, you know, Disney uh, Marvel movies. Uh, but they don't want it to be extreme horror. And right. I do believe that Sam Raimi's the right guy for this because the previous director did a lot of great horror movies, but Sam Raimi can do a lot of great horror comedy that doesn't have to push that horror limit. I right. think he is really the guy for the job, and, and I'm excited to see what he makes of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking I, of I, Sam Raimi, he uh, has a show. I don't know. If, uh, Sal, do you have Quibi? No, but I, I, that's it's another news story. Here, 50, yeah. 50, yeah, 50 States of Fright, I think it's called. Yeah, so everyone hmm. is saying this is the show to watch. Like, this is one of the best horror series they've ever seen. What's it called? It's called 50, 50 States of Fright. Yep, 50 States 50 of Fright. 50 States of Fright. Same ring. And it's on Quibi. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's getting tough for me because we're getting ourselves back into this goddamn situation that I don't want to be in. I cut the cord with cable companies because I was paying so much money for so little content. And then Mm -hmm. here I am again. Now I've got Netflix, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. I'm contemplating Shudder because you see all the great content. Uh, dude, Shudder's got Shutter's got some really good original content. I we've we've probably watched four movies over the last month that was Shudder originals and they and they were good. Yeah, like I'm I really say they were like, like awesome, but they, they were they were good movies. Yeah, and then I see Quibi and now Quibi's got Sam Raimi and there's a bunch of other crap I saw on Quibi that looks like, oh my god, that that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, there, there's one with Anna Kendrick where she makes friends with her boyfriend sex doll. That's great. On Quibi. That's great. <laughs> yeah. nice. I thought it looked pretty interesting. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a reason to get Quibi. Yeah. Sam Raimi has a uh, uh, multi part series uh, that's on there and and the reviews it's, of it it's are fantastic. A series. Yeah. I might have to check it out. Uh, uh, yes. You could probably do a you could probably do a ninety day trial or something too. I think I think yeah, I, I think did see they have a ninety day trial. trial. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it is ninety days too. Yeah, so that's probably plenty, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yesterday was the 10th anniversary of the of the new version of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. That's that right. Long it's been it. 10 years since that well, remake came out. I, that wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't horrible. Uh, as a matter of fact, my daughter and I watched it a couple weeks ago. You know, with the, with this, uh, you know. The, the, I like how they did the, you know, they, they dived a little bit more into the back story mm-hmm. on it, yeah, yeah. which I liked and, a lot. And, and they made him gritty again, too, which was nice. Yeah, you know, yeah. his voice the was. The original yeah, Freddy his... was gritty, and then he yeah. became more of like comic relief in the in the later movies. And they went back to gritty with this, which I yeah, like. I don't, I don't, yeah, like his, his. His one-liners in the remake weren't as, you know what I mean? He, right, he, yeah, yeah. he said them, but it was scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, it wasn't yeah. like comedic. It wasn't hamming it up like like Robert yep. England. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, uh, news came out a little while ago that they are working on a new Hellraiser reboot. I, I saw that HBO is going to have a series. Yes, and HBO is doing a series. You are correct. So, oh, so they're two different things. Two different things are happening. Oh, wow! At once, and it looks like the two are going to diverge from each other. They're not really uh, the same storyline. You know, the okay. reboot is really a reboot of the full uh, Hellraiser series. This TV series that will be on HBO is a separate story expanding on the well-established Hellraiser mythology. Huh. Nice. Yes. So I'm excited for both of those, really. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the original Hellraiser, if you ask me, that practical uh, uh, special oh, effects in the original crazy. movie still hold up today. It's just Definitely. fantastic. I don't think it needs a reboot. I know it came out in 1987. It's old, blah, blah, blah. But if, even if you watch it today, I think those practical effects are amazing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, there is a um, uh, information about uh, Evil Dead. Um, when the remake of the Evil Dead movie came out a few years ago, which was pretty good. Yep. Um, I liked it. They almost immediately started writing a sequel, and the director recently did an interview where he exposed the fact that he wrote a new script, and, and it involves the return of uh, Bruce Campbell's character. Yeah, but it got shelved. Ah, yeah, Un- unreleased this... movie, uh, sequel to the re the new Evil Dead, got so the... shelved. So it was in between when the the newest one was released and Ash versus Evil Dead. Correct. He he wrote he wrote a script that included Ash. Yep. Ah. Bringing Ash back into the picture, which was going to show that. The Evil Dead was not a remake, but a new story, because he was huh. returning as as the original character of Ash, who went through the whole Evil Dead, you know. So this on. would have been this would have been after Army of Darkness. Yep, he would have returned. Okay. Yep. Wow. That would have been pretty freaking awesome. The convergence of those two stories, two yeah. movie lines. I wonder why they shelved it. Don't know. I think I think part of it has to do with they are working on another um, Evil Dead sequel, which was going to be, you know, the follow up to um, Army of Darkness, which I believe that is also shelved. Well, there was rumors of another of another reboot too. Yes, I hope they don't reboot it again. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, reboot of the reboot. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, the video game Last of Us Part Two finally has a release date. Been waiting for this forever. June nineteenth, twenty twenty. Nice. Yeah, I think you've mentioned it in a couple of these episodes. Fantastic game, amazing graphics, amazing storyline. HBO picked took it up. them forever. Yeah, yeah. Man, HBO did pick it up as a miniseries that will be on HBO next year. The writer of the original story that wrote the video game storyline is writing the TV series for HBO. Because how long? How long ago was that? I, like I remember somewhat of the story. You know what I mean with her dad and Dude, Last of Us came out on PS3. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's wow. like, why do you wait? Like, because I sort of forget. I mean, maybe they catch you up, but well, they did the reboot. You know, they did the the uh, what was it? The the reissue where they upped the graphics for PlayStation they, 4. Didn't they do a little side game too with her? Yeah, but it wasn't. Daughter. It wasn't worth the you know like a whole game. Yeah, it just yeah. Took forever to make this sequel, and it was supposed to come out last summer. And that's why I said I sort of remember the story, but I don't. You know what I mean? I remember the monsters and you know the, what happened with her dad. But outside of that, it's like yeah, it's like I totally forget because it's been forever. Yeah, great, great. Uh, but but great no, game. I remember it. With, yeah, it's it's an awesome game. It's a great game, definitely. If if it's not something you played before, I recommend our listeners to play it if they've got PlayStation Four. I don't know. Is it on Xbox Two? I don't think that it is. Right? It was a Sony exclusive. I think it was. Exclusive. Yeah, I think I think it was Sony exclusive. Uh, but Last of Us Two, uh, there's a trailer up online that you can watch. Uh, it's really it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I'm definitely gonna. Yep. Grab it. Um, Stephen King. I'll tell you, this guy is batting a thousand. Um, he has another book, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, being adapted into a movie. Um, Jeez. And, and it's being adapted by the co-creator of the Netflix series I'm Not Okay With This oh okay Craig have you watched that yet? yes Which <laughs> fucking amazing it was good yeah in, in that last episode like were you just like what? yeah any series that starts off with Dear Diary go fuck yourself <laughs> is gonna be yeah, a she's series. walking down the street like all covered in blood and you're like wait a minute what the hell's what going the on here? just happened yeah, yeah. Uh, it was such a good show yeah, it was fantastic, and uh, she does a good job too. Well, she's know, a great right? actress. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yep. Oh, and and the kid that played Stanley and the neighbor. Oh yeah, he's yeah, a stranger. He's good stranger, too. stranger Things, yeah, Stanley. Yeah, that was just fantastic. Yep. No, it was an awesome show. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I don't know if you are they going to have it. Are they going to have another season of that? Aren't yeah, they? I yes. believe like yes. two or three are. are yep. Yeah, two or three seasons, or no, it two is or three based on a graphic novel. Uh, graphic novel. Or a comic book? Yeah. Or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Of the same name, of course. Right? No, but no, I, lo- I loved it. And, it, you know, it took place in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, too. And yeah, I loved yeah. it, too. Yeah. Pittsburgh. But no, I, I was surprisingly, like, I, I loved it. It was, yeah. Um, I posted I posted about a week or so ago um, up on our Facebook page, uh, Stephen King reading the first chapter of If It Bleeds, his new book. If you like um, The Outsider, uh, mm-hmm. the character of, I did. of, of um, uh, what the hell was her name? That was, that was oh, a, the, slow, the, the that was a was like, slow burn, man. The girl who was like a psychic or whatever the hell she was, like, yeah, or just like yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. Is this a story about her? Yeah, there is a story oh, that involves her character in there. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, she's, she's interesting, isn't she? Yeah, if it if it bleeds is is a uh, collection of of short stories, 
Uh, and one of those uh, books in there actually has... Um, uh, man, I cannot remember her name. What the heck was that character's name? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember her name off the top of my head either. Holly... Isn't it Holly something? Or that sounds Holly right. Holly Gibney. There you go. Right? Was that right? Holly Gibney? Yeah, Holly sounds right. I, it, you know, you watch so much shit. And, yeah. And <laughs> Especially everybody. now. Especially yeah. now, I know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was excited to watch it. And, I, like I said, I, I don't. Have you guys watched Mr. Mercedes at all? No. no, it's another series by Stephen King. It came out uh, 2016. I think there were three seasons: 16, 17, What's that 18. On? Uh, that was on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Holly Gibney was in there, but she was played by a white woman. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they, they whitewashed yeah. her. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, yeah, but. But uh, she's a recurring character in, uh, as far as I know, uh, four yeah. four uh, stories now. Yeah, she's got some interesting capabilities or powers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's a fantastic series. AT and T uh, Audience Network. What? The Classic. Audience Network. Is that uh, AT and T's like streaming system? Audience Network. Must be. Uh, but Mister Mister Mercedes. Um, Let's see, that came out. The original uh, release of that was August 2017. Hmm. Uh, and it was on... It's on video. It's on Prime Video. It's 99 cents. It's on Vudu, YouTube. Yeah, that's it. So you can... You, it looks like you can rent it on Prime. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not included with the Prime Yeah, service, but you, you can right. get it. Uh, yeah, but it's a pretty good series. It's a true crime <laughs> series. Uh, um, it was definitely worth watching. Uh, all right, uh, let me see. I think I might have one more thing to talk about. Creep, creep shows coming on AMC. Yeah, I saw you said that. I've been watching the watching it on Shutter. Okay, it, it's good. It's 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 good. It, you know, it's definitely got that creep show vibe to it. Okay, cool. Yes, and there, there. My understanding is there's another zombie series that was being developed for Shutter that is going to show up in AMC also. Uh, what the hell is the name of it? Uh, I don't know. Damn, I'm gonna have to find it now because it's gonna eat at my brain trying to figure out what it was. Uh, <laughs> Zombies, it's gonna eat your brain. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah, brains. More brains. It's called Blood Quantum. Oh, so Shutter has a new zombie film called Blood Quantum. Uh, it is a Shutter original. Uh, there is a red band trailer that I will post on the website. Oh, with, nice! With this, um, it looks really good. But my understanding is it's also going to come uh, to AMC, of course, with a you know less violent, less bloody version of it. Is it um, out now, or it's coming out? It's coming out. Uh, let's oh, okay. see if they have the release date here. See a release date. I'll have to check the uh, the uh, Shutter homepage. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, looks like it might actually be out already. Cause I don't see a date here. I see the trailer and a short synopsis. Uh, the film was set in 1981. Uh, the dead are coming back to life outside of an isolated 
uh, reserve of red crow expected for its, uh, except for its indigenous inhabitants who are immune to the zombie plague. Oh. Taylor, the triber, tribal chief, uh, sheriff, must protect his son, a pregnant girlfriend, apocalyptic refugees, <laughs> and reserve <laughs> referum from the hordes of walking Sound, white corpses. Sounds, sounds familiar, right? Yeah. yeah. Those, old, <laughs> those old 80 zombie movies. Yeah. So that, that, that looks, that looks, that looks so pretty the, good. It's got a lot of uh, um, critics saying this is definitely worth watching. Nice. RCN gave a free weekend of all the premium channels, and the Dead Don't Die it was on uh, Cinemax. Oh, nice! So I watched that one again. <laughs> it Chapter uh, Two was movie. on HBO. Yeah, so there's a lot of good. It Chapter Two was on HBO. Yeah, I rewatched that. Yep. Uh, the Lighthouse is on Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, yep. Because of their A24 connection, right? Remember, yep. I think Sal. You discussed that they had a contract or something with yep. A24. So I didn't get the I didn't I didn't start watching that one yet, but have either of you guys watched The Hunt? No, not yet. No, that's on my list. It was really good. Was it? Okay. Yeah, Maybe I mean this it's, weekend. it's like a dark comedy slash political it, yeah. it was uh, it, it it was crazy. Like all the people who are stars in it, like they don't last very long. <laughs> like in it, there's a lot of blood and guts in it. And it's yeah. funny. It was, okay. it was a really good movie. Yeah. I think I want to give that Gretel and Hansel a, a chance too. Yeah. Um, that was out what, like, uh, over the winter, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I looked think, good too. I, I think and I think, yeah, I think uh, fantasy Island just came out like for like streaming too. Yeah, okay. I saw that too. But I heard a lot of bad things about it, so I don't know if I want to waste the, uh, the you know the no the money to, to watch it or. Yeah. You, did you, you saw it? I no, did not. I, I haven't seen it either, but I did see the poor reviews. I was looking up on. Um, uh, yeah, it got Rotten a lot Tomatoes. of bad reviews. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes did not give it any love. Blumhouse is uh, has hit a bad streak here. Yeah, well, you know, well, they invest, they invest in a lot of films, a lot of, yeah. a lot of scripts. So they're, you yeah, know, you can't bat a thousand. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And the movie we're going to be talking about tonight was, uh, I think they were invested in that too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, House yep. and Hulu have a partnership anthology, Into the Dark, which we've talked oh, about. Oh, that's a great. Of these episodes There's a lot of good stuff really on good. there. Yes, a lot yeah. of these films are but really good. But there's some good. bad ones too. Yep. But there is a new one coming out June 12th called Good Boy that is going to be starring uh, Steve Gutenberg and Judy Greer. What? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, part of that series? Yep. Yeah, yep. It's part of that series. I saw Boy. that movie, Good Boys. That was hilarious. <laughs> no, this was called Good Boy. Good Boy. Okay. This is, this is not the vulgar kids. Uh, Showing was, up on your doorstep with the, is, the leather mask. It and is great. It is great. <laughs> this necklace smells like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's an owl. It's an owl. Yeah, yeah they're owl yeah. beads. <laughs> that, that's so good. That's so good. Good boy. All right. So let's move on to our top five. Yep. This uh, this um, month we are doing top five animal horror. Yep. Um, this was a difficult one. That I had a pretty easy time with this. Well, we, there's we, just so we're many. counting insects, really animals too, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, all right. Um, so 
last There's time a around, lot. last episode we did me, uh, Craig, Chris. So this time around it's going to be Craig, Chris, me. Uh, okay. All right. There's a uh, lot though. Oh yeah. yeah. There oh is. yeah. There is. Uh, number five, I went with Willard. The uh, the rat. I guess you call it a remake. Dude, it was so I good though. Yeah, the two was it two thousand and three with uh, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Yeah, what's his yeah, name? yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. What's his name? He plays a good creepy guy. He does. The, the, Crispin uh, Glover. Crispin Glover. That's yes, it. yes. Yeah, he yes. plays a good creepy dude. He does. He does for sure. So yeah, that was my number five. Well, and the original uh, wasn't like the original story. That was, was in the seventies. Yeah, ben. yeah. I don't know the ben, original. Yeah. Was the, was the original good too? It wasn't, um, it wasn't really a horror. I don't, no. no, I mean no. it wasn't as scary. I wouldn't say. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, went in a different direction with it then. Nin- I guess. Nineteen seventy-two. Huh? It was it was a horror, but I don't. I didn't think it was. No, scary. I it didn't. No, scary. Not at all. Um, number four, I went with Piranha, the original. I mean, you can go with the three D. That was kind of fun. But. Well, three double D was awesome. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, that was a good movie. It was a good movie too, but I'll, I'll go original. For it was uh, good. That was good too. I mean, yeah. Because when I was a kid, I was like terrified. Yeah, so definitely. In my pool, you know, I was like, <laughs> the puns are gonna get me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with the original. Okay. Piranha. Um. Number three, we want Pet Cemetery, the original, for obviously, right? We don't want to say the remake. Uh, no. Fuck that new one. That showed up on uh, Amazon Prime too. I think the remake. <laughs> I won't watch it again. No, 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 I won't either. But like two weeks ago, that popped up. I saw that. Yeah, it did. It's a recently added movie, but yeah, definitely, definitely the original, uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, number two, I went with Arachnophobia. There's your insect. Nice. Very good. Nice. And number one is Jaws. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, that movie, even that movie holds up well, too. Oh, God. I, I watch it every time. It's, it's yeah. on like every week, and I'll, I'll turn it on it late at night and just watch it. And, and it, it, like, it's crazy. Like, you still get, I mean, they did such a good job of the, with the suspense and the buildup in that movie. Like, you, you still yeah. get, you get, like, you know, oh, yeah. drawn in and scared watching it. Yeah. Yep. Still. Yeah, with the sharks in the water and a time. Yeah. And I do have some honorable mentions. Um, I have Graveyard Shift. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. You know what? And that, eh, mm. I, that, well, that's why I made honorable mentions. It was a now. great yeah. book. Like, the story, the short story, Graveyard Shift, was freaking awesome. The, yeah. That movie did not do it justice. No, no, it didn't. But uh, it wasn't terrible. Um, and Eight-Legged Freaks. I like that. Uh, yeah, Eight-Legged Freaks. That's good. That's good. And those are my two honorable mentions. All right. Yeah, right, Chris. Who's coughing there? You gonna make it? <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? Yeah. What are you doing to cough? Man, cover up. Say, what I'm are you doing to cough? I'm smoking. <laughs> I'm smoking. Uh, some, some chronic. Some chronic. <laughs> yeah. This is a uh, grand. Uh, what is this one? Granddaddy perps. <laughs> nice. 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 What do you got? Is it a hybrid? An indica? This is a solid indica. Nice. You could be sleeping before the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm up next? Yep, you're yep. done. Okay, my number five is Stung. Have you guys seen okay. that one? Oh, yep. man, yeah. All right. It was, uh, it was like, like wasps. It was it was kind of like a comedy horror because it was, cause it was gross, so over though. the top. 
Yeah, it was it was super gross, and and the wasps like kept getting bigger. Like yeah. they started out as regular sized wasps, and by the time the movie was over, they were the size of like a like a house cat. Yeah, I, I liked it. There was good uh, good acting in it, and and it was gross, and and it was comedy horror, and and I always liked those. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, my number four was Piranha 3D. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you said the original's good, but like the, there was so much good shit that happened no, in, the, in the remake. Sure. And and again, uh, it's comedy horror, which is is my, kind of my thing. It so kill, the uh, kills were better in the remake too, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and plus there was the scene with like the girls underneath the glass bottom oh, boat. The glass and, bottom boat. And yeah. That's his name is yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, O'Con- Jerry, Jerry O'Connell Con- is the king of co- horror comedy. Yeah, that is all kinds of horror comedy. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. Uh, I, I think I said Deep Murder is on is on Amazon Prime now. And if you haven't seen that yet, you got to watch that. It's hilarious. Okay. Number three is The Voices. Um, it was with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Kendrick. I don't and Ryan Reynolds. Ever, I don't even Ryan think Reynolds I've heard of that one. Ryan Reynolds is a serial killer in it, and his cat Mister Whiskers talks him into killing people. Wow, and he's got a dog named Bosco who is like the good the, the good voice in his head, and actually oh, Ryan I, Reynolds, I, okay, I heard about it. I didn't see it though. He okay. does the voices of both the cat and the dog, but he gives them both accents. It's uh, another another comedy horror, but it's it's pretty gruesome. Like there's some good kill scenes in it, and he ends oh. up talking to a head that he puts in his refrigerator, and uh, it was like a 2015 or 2016 movie, so it's not it's not like that old. It's not like before he became you know. Ryan Reynolds, but I was a big I fan. Check that one out, dude. It's yeah. it's really good. The voices. Kevin um, Dillon did a, not Kevin. Uh, Matt Dillon did a serial killer movie too that just popped up. That was that the one. The, the Supposed to be good. Is that Which the one? Van I think so, and that just oh, popped up. I want to yeah, say that, that was one of those ones that got like protested because apparently they kill a duck in it or something. Yeah. Yeah. All Lars von Trier's films get uh, you know get protested because he does some some sick shit in them. But that you was uh, that was uh, Matt Dillon and uh, Uma Thurman, I think, was in that too. Yeah, so that I think uh, that popped up on Prime Jackville. too. Yes, that's popped up on Prime too. I think. Yeah. So check it out. My number right. two was Arachnophobia. There you go. Um, uh, you know, it was it was uh, it was a great movie, and and I'm not scared of spiders, but in that movie, I got really scared of those spiders. Like there was some good jump scares in it, and oh, the acting was good too, right? Yeah. Good and. Then, uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my number one is Jaws. There you go. We had the <laughs> same number, number two and number one. Yeah, and then I actually have a couple um, uh, honorable mentions. Um, Anaconda. Nice. It was, yeah, yeah I, it, was, it was not great, <laughs> but it had a good, it had a good, a good cast. Um, Thing was Ving Rhames in that. Uh, no, it was Ice Cube. Ice Cube Ice was in Cube. that. Like it was Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, John Voight, Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. John Voight had that cheesy. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, I liked it. All right, well, come on. And uh, no, John Voight's like fake accent was was horrible. Like his and, and uh, another honorable mention I had was Night of the Lepus, which is the one about the giant killer rabbits. Oh, wow. I didn't see that one. No, it's it's like from nineteen. It's in the nineteen seventies, and it's I I don't know if they were trying to be serious with it, but it was it was like a, a they were trying to be serious, but it was so cheesy that it was funny. They actually used real rabbits, and then when they had the kill scenes, it was just a, <laughs> it was a dude in a rabbit suit. 
Oh, uh, it was. It, I, I've seen it several times. If you, if you know, if, you, if you're bored one night and want to see like cheesy '70s horror, watch Night of the Leapers. They used to do that too with like li- like real lizards. They used to put those. Yeah, there was that. Well, there was that one called Frogs from like the '70s yeah, too? Or was yeah, they made them they, made like, them look like they were giant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so that's my list. Nice, very good. Right. Good list. All right, uh, here's my top five. My number five, Cujo. Ah, that's okay. a good one. Scared the bejesus out of me as a kid. So that one, I yeah, you know what it did too. And I thought about it, but yeah, but that that for some reason, like I watched it again, and I was like, oh, it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, as it good. doesn't. It that, doesn't that, hold up. It doesn't. Hold no, up. that's how I was with that one too. Like it was scary yeah. when you were young, but now you watch it, you're like, why? Why the hell was I so scared of this? Yeah, thing? exactly. It gave me such nightmares. But you're right, Sal. No, I was terrified. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, my number four. Nightwing. I don't think I know that one. 1979. I talked about this one in the past. Uh, I think I recall you talking about it's it. It's about vampire bats in the New Mexico desert, and they discover these things like feeding. That's the right. I remember you talking about this. They construct this giant electric fence to protect them from the bats. It was pretty amazing. Uh, it is one of those movies that uh, was made, released, did so atrociously horrible <laughs> you cannot get it anywhere it's not on really Blu-ray, it's not on dvd it's not on any streaming service trust me i've looked for it for the past <laughs> two years trying to find it because i have such vivid memories of it it was one of those movies that was on wow. hbo and as a kid you you know i could watch it on hbo like a thousand times a month i would like there's scenes of it that are drilled into my head and i know <laughs> so well um, that I just wish I could find the movie to have a copy of it. Says you can do it on direct TV. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Well, I'm not getting direct TV, but I looked no. everywhere else and it's not there. I even tried to yeah. find it illegally and couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, my number three, Willard. Okay. Oh, there you go. You know, I, yeah. I, I really do enjoy that movie. My daughter thinks it's creepy as hell and uh, I like it. I really do. Uh, yeah. Even when I, I just remember watching Ben when I was a kid, and then like all these, I would always talk about Ben and Willard, Ben and Willard, and my friends were mm-hmm. like, "What the what the hell are you talking about? I'm like you don't know Ben the?" And then when I was a kid, I, I had a pet mouse I named Ben. Uh, so like yeah, it, just that remake uh, Willard just was amazing. Yeah, Michael Jackson sang a song about him. That's yeah, right, right. And it was for the, it was for the 1979 movie. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it was a it was a mouse, not a little boy. No. Uh, right. Well, you know, I'm not going to make any comments. Uh, I had a couple comments uh, along the Richard Gere Sorry. lines. But, uh, Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, my uh, number two, arachnophobia. <laughs> That's Actually, funny. Enjoy Is that, that the first time we ever hit three in the same slot or no? I don't, I don't so. know. I don't think so. But it's, it's, it's funny that this is it because... Uh, this one I saw in the theater with some friends, and we actually went back to the theater to watch it a second time. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I think I was a date. It was a surprisingly good movie, yes. And my daughter, oh, yeah. my no, daughter and I watched it last month, and uh, she was scared. It freaked yeah, out. it holds up. It holds up, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because there wasn't any cheesy crap special effects. You know, it was real spiders in every scene where they had spiders. It was pretty amazing. Until you get to the end with those really big well, yeah. fake spiders but even yeah. those were pretty realistic the one that was on fire that ran across the room uh, yeah. <laughs> the behind the scenes was that was a real uh, animatronic robot that they created it looked pretty freaking real it moved pretty it real did. as it ran across the room 
And that was like what from like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, so like ninety three, I believe. But yeah, some good animatronics for the for for that time period. Yeah, my um, my number one is Jaws. Okay. Uh, and because That's Jaws, crazy. It, to me, Jaws is a classic. Yeah, so, it is. No matter how many times you watch it, it still holds up, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it has been imitated a million times, but nobody oh, has yeah. ever been able to pull off the <clears throat> fear you have from that original. Jaws, like that movie is so iconic. Just hearing the music, right? The hair yeah. on the back of your neck mm-hmm. stands up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. You just hear that, you're like, oh shit. And I got a couple <laughs> bad happened. I got a couple of honorable mentions. Um, Piranha Three Double D. Nice. Just, just a fantastic <clears throat> horror comedy. The special effects are great. The, the gore is over the fucking top, amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, also, the birds, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, that, that doesn't hold up for me though. It, like, it I, I, no, I, that doesn't. Yeah. I was scared as a list. kid, and then you watch it again, you're like, eh. Yeah, yeah it but it is a classic. It would have been on my list, but when I was talking about these, um, you know, animal horror movies being trapped in the house here with my daughter, I was talking to her about the birds, and I actually found up on um, uh, YouTube the original. Um, uh, promo video that was played at theaters in front of other movies of advertising of the birds uh, and it's alfred hitchcock doing kind of a a small essay that was fucking hilarious because he is so he's so good and he like he's like so sarcastic during the whole thing he's like talking about oh yeah he, he birds, had sarcasm yeah like huh? birds are our friends and we take such great care of them you know look at this bird in this cage <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got like a stuffed bird and then he's like eating a turkey he sits down at the table and he's cutting into a whole chicken and he's like oh wait why, why am I eating right now I want to continue talking about birds and how much we love them that's funny <laughs> it was so good uh, but yeah I, I was showing her that the movie doesn't hold up but uh, P- Prophecy again I talked about this one in the past 1970 I remember that one 79 yeah. I think it was 77 or 79 so it falls in there somewhere but it's um, it was a, a warning movie about toxic waste and nuclear waste in the modern mm. nuclear age and how it's going to mess with nature. And basically, there was this uh, bear that like was mutated from toxic waste. Mm. It was like 12 foot tall, just ripping through the forest, killing people. And then they found like two baby bears that were part of this. And it was like they were mutated. And then they, they had them to take them back to some medical center, and this 12-foot bear is, like, chasing them. Uh, it was pretty crazy as a kid watching it. it I'm, I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but... Um, and bears are scary to begin with. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're big. They're big regardless yeah. if they're mutated or not, you know? Standing on his hind legs at 12 foot. Like tall. Annihilation. I'm surprised you didn't throw Annihilation in there, so... Yeah, well... Yeah. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't revolved around animals, really, either. Yeah. It was just... And then my last honorable mention, of course, is uh, the original Pet Cemetery. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. That was a great list. Uh, a lot of similarities in those lists. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. We we constantly are. Because it was it was it was a big pool to choose from too. Yeah. No, but it just goes to show we got some similar tastes in horror films here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make a quick note that uh, for our listeners, that if they have any suggestions for top five. Oh yeah. Um, they can of course email us with feedback at the dash American dash nightmare dot com uh, and suggest to us a top five list or go onto our Facebook page and suggest a top five list category uh, for top five 
horror genre or movie types or actors or whatever, whatever you want to come up with, as long as it's horror related, the top five suggestion would be awesome. Yeah, because it's coming, getting harder and harder to come up with fucking ideas. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It is. It absolutely. Is. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to this month's movie review. I picked this month, and I picked The Invisible Man. That is the 2020 remake um, of The Invisible Man. Completely different type of story. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, they, they totally definitely. redid it. Right, but it is definitely loosely based on the original H.G. Mm-hmm. Wells' Invisible yeah. Man. Uh, but it released by Universal Pictures, and it's also a Blumhouse production. This one was one of those, in my opinion, was one of those Blumhouse films that just did great. Yeah, oh, I agree. Uh, no. I agree. Um, and this was, was this... In the theater for like a week or two, and then they yep. just released it on. Uh, and then because of streaming, because yeah. of the, the pandemic, they yep. just decided to just put it right on streaming. Yeah. Yep. And it was a good idea that they did that because I, uh, I, I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so this this film, just to give you a little background on it, this is uh, released um, twenty twenty. Uh, it is distributed by Universal Pictures and produced by Blumhouse Productions. Um, it was released uh, February 27th, right in the, amidst the uh, pandemic, uh, played in the theaters for about a week or two, and then immediately moved to streaming at $20. Did it do okay? Rent. Did they show you dollars that they yeah, didn't? So the, the budget for this film was $7 million, wow. how much they spent making it. Uh, the box office take, as of me checking it on uh, yesterday morning, $126.1 million. Huh? Okay. It fucking nailed it, man. <laughs> For yeah. A $7 million budget. Because think about it, special effects wasn't a whole lot of them. No. No, not yeah. really. I mean, you you can make the invisible guy without really having to, you know, make an invisible guy. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and $7 million, they made $126 million. Now, I tend to think that, you know, it, as good of a movie as I think it was, uh, a lot of the movies that are doing so well is because of the quarantine. A great example is that new Trolls movie, uh, I don't know if you yeah. saw basically Jesus, Universal yeah. Pictures says, dude, we made so much money, we're not even going to release this stuff in theaters anymore. We're going right out there, or maybe we'll do both. Maybe we'll do live, you know, $20. And like there was, movie. yeah, there was talk about that. Like, it was a brand new movie. They were talking 50 bucks. Yeah. But, you know, 20 bucks, I think, is fair. Yeah, because you think Yeah, and especially, go like, I got a... Yeah, and I got a family, so the three of us watch it together. That's five bucks, yeah. uh, six, seven bucks a piece. Well, that's why they were talking 50, because... If you got a family of four, then they, they feel that fifty dollars is fair. I don't know if I would have spent fifty for it. I thought yeah. uh, I thought twenty bucks was a good was a good yeah. deal. Yeah, twenty yeah. bucks was pushing the limit for me, really. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Because if I go to theaters, it's either just me or me and my daughter. And between the two of us, if we go to a, maybe a maybe a 3D or a IMAX, it could cost thirty or forty dollars, but. Not just yeah. for a regular movie, two people. Well, yeah, and if you're going to rent it on DVD when it comes out, you're only going to spend like thirty bucks tops. Yeah, and yeah. Most, right. And most streaming, most streaming places, uh, you can do rentals for five, ten dollars. So why would you pay twenty? Right. right? I, I was, yeah. I was really almost anticipating just waiting, but then I started reading a bunch of reviews, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'm, we got to watch this one. This is one yeah, I pick, and let's that's how it. I was too. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it's not disappointing. So, just a kind of. Um, a quick thing, right? So this is this is about really it's about uh, th- this girl who's in an abusive relationship with, and I love the way they played it. You know, oh dude, thing. the tension started like right away, thirty yeah, right seconds. Away. Yeah. it was like yeah, she was like right, on, right out of the gate, dude, yep. and you're like, and 
your heart's like, you know, what the hell? You know, you sort of knew what was going on. Yep, yep, yeah. And you see that she's, she's you know, got a, a bottle of diazepam in her hand, and, you know, the, she's trying to escape this house. Uh, yep. The guy's sleeping. So you have this high tension, like, you know, trying her trying to get away from this abusive boyfriend while he's asleep. You know, she gave him a little extra something to keep him yeah. asleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you look at the security he has, and it's obvious that he's a very wealthy person. Um, it's yeah, just, the Audi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just the just the, the whole situation. Uh, so it started out great, right? Started out great. Um, you know, the, it's about, it's really about this girl that is in abusive relationship. She tries to get away. Uh, the guy is really a, a Silicon Valley m- genius who inv- who works with optics, uh, and apparently has invented some way to make himself invisible. And he tortured her to the point where making her believe that. You know what he said was, you know, you try to get away from me, no matter yeah. where you're at, I'm gonna be there, and you won't even see me. I'll be right in your face, and you won't even see me, and you will never get away from me. <laughs> and she was yeah. losing it. Obviously, <laughs> she was very abused to the point where she was losing her mind, or at least thought she was, right? And she did a really good job. Unbelievable. I don't know who that actress is. But I've not. Seen That's the her. chick from um, um, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, all right. So I haven't. Yeah, like you said, you could. You, you didn't really see this guy like hardly, you know, small amount in the movie, and she just like, you know what I mean? She she sort of filled in the blanks for you with her. Yeah, action, she's phenomenal. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think she may have won an award for that show too, if okay. I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she was. She was fantastic. Uh, yeah. I just looked her up. Elizabeth Moss. That's her name. Yep, yeah. that's it. Yep. Yeah. So that was um, that was you know just a great actress, uh, and and like I said, the the tension was so strong all the way along. Um, and then oh, she, the whole movie, the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, yeah. she made you feel that way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and just uh, uh, I think we should probably say a spoiler alert because we're going to talk in depth uh, to some of these scenes uh, to go into some sort of discussion really about. The, the special effects that I thought were pretty freaking cool for the yeah. limited amount of actual technical special effects were pretty amazing the way they pulled it off. Um, the, specifically thinking about uh, spoiler alerts, the scene <laughs> where she's trying to escape the mental hospital in the rain. Now, originally when oh, I saw yeah, that going yeah. on, when I saw that going on, the only thing I could think is, all right, this is like the classic invisible man. Yeah, and that's what rain. I thought was going to happen, yeah, too. Yeah, get out yeah. into the rain and you can see him. But guess what? You fucking couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty... It made it... It was It was just as tense. Well, I thought you'd saw, like... I thought you'd see, like, the, the rain, like, dripping off of no, him. You know what I mean? you didn't even. You didn't Yeah. Even. Uh, well, that was the that was the technology that he used to make himself invisible, which was also different from, like, the original, right? Yeah. Like, the original, it was like oh, a, an, an ejection of sorts that... Yeah. Besides making him invisible, kind of made him go insane too. Right. This was that a being cloaking invisible. mechanism. Yeah. Where it like mimicked it mimicked his surroundings. So yeah. with it with it raining on him, it took that new account. I would assume, right? Yeah. Turned it into rain. Yeah. He looked like rain. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty freaking amazing. So basically, the, the when she discovers the the suit, it's kind of hang, hanging up on like a, a a thing that holds it stretched out. Uh, in in one of his labs in the basement of his mansion, and when you look at it, it's like just cameras. It's like a flexible yeah. suit, just covered in cameras. And my assumption on how the way it works is 
where he's standing, the cameras behind him are filming and projecting in front of him. Right, right. The things that are in front of him are being filmed on those cameras and being projected behind him. So it looks like you're just looking right through him. And that's why Mm -hmm. you don't see, like, the rain. Like I expected, you know, classic Invisible Man, the rain is kind of glistening and running off of, you know, the the shape of a man in the rain. In this case, you just see nothing. You don't even... There's, like, no sign of anything there. The only thing you can see is his footprints, right? If he's walking Mm -hmm. on... Uh, carpet. Yeah, you can't really put cameras on your feet. Right, exactly. Uh, or if he's walking through blood or something and he tracks <laughs> it through. Uh, it was just... Uh, uh, those special effects scenes were just amazing. And, and when she begins to hit him and break part of the cameras, yeah. how it kind of flickered a little bit. It was almost... Mm-hmm. You know what it reminded mm-hmm. me of? Uh, Fight Club. Remember in Fight Club, you'd, every once in a while you get a quick flash of Ty- Tyler Durden's character? Oh, yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you're flashing. Like, yeah, like, wait a minute. What the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was like with this guy. He's out in the rain. His shoot, his suit starts to malfunction. It's like, guy there, guy not there. Like, yeah. in, right. in a yeah. single frame of, of film. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was like a hexagon kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. When it was malfunctioning, right? It was like a weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she, you know, she's being tracked by this guy. People start to think she's crazy because he he supposedly committed suicide, and she she felt relieved and believed that he did. Right. Until that very night, she was like, "He is sitting in my room. He's here." Yeah, that was crazy too. Like, like the first scene where like you knew he was in the house. You know what I mean? It's like, oh man, you're like, oh man, it got you know what I mean? Like even stepped up another notch you yeah, know what but i mean you didn't even with, but, see him or anything but then what happened is when she called his cell phone and she heard it buzzing yeah 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 i was like well didn't he do didn't he do the blanket first though like when she was sleeping didn't yeah. he do that that was the first right where yeah. he started tugging pulled, tugging on the pulled blanket. blanket off of her yeah, yeah 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 that was like the first first time you knew he's in the house yeah uh, but then when she finds his phone and is up in the attic and she dumps that paint down the attic opening and you see it like run over his suit so you can like see him. Yeah. That part, see, that part was, I thought was bullshit because like I thought the guy would be covered and he like did a really nice job cleaning up at, you know what I mean? No, I think the suit, like the paint, whatever it is, the suit technology. Because the paint was in the sink, right? Right, right. But I'm sure that paint was still on his suit. But okay. his suit was able to mimic it. Like, you couldn't see any of it, and it wasn't getting anywhere somehow. Yeah. But, but yeah, th- that whole scene was just amazing, I thought, when they dumped it and you just see, like, the outline, the shape of his body for a split second while she freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and then when you find out that she's pregnant, that, <laughs> that throws a whole yeah. I knew, see, I sort of smelled that early yeah. on. But the part that really shocked the fuck out of me to the point where I stood up out of my couch like, what the fuck, was the dinner scene with the sister. Oh. <laughs> She's talking to the sister. Saying, oh, yeah, you know, the knife goes, whoop. Yeah, how much she, uh, I love you, uh. and, I, and, 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 and I need your help, and I respect you, and I need you to work with me. And then the sister's standing there. Yeah, because you know, the yeah, sister was sort of pissed, so she sort yeah. of. Got on good with her sister again. Yeah, because he sent and that then, email to his sister. Like he he sent her that email like from yeah. her. Yeah, that's yeah. like I hate you. You're stepping all over my life. You're making things difficult for me. I wish you'd just go away. 
And then, you know, she's losing the people around here that support her, which is making her break down even more. When Mm -hmm. she finally has proof and knows, you know, this dude, I found the suit in his house. I stashed it away. I have the proof I need. He's still alive. He's after me, blah, blah, blah. And then while she's talking to her, you just see this knife go, slice (laughs) her throat right open. Yeah. And then the knife (laughs) just appears in her hand. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. my fucking god! Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! Yeah, I jumped up out of my seat. I was like, no fucking way! What the fuck? Yeah. And then the sister just bleeds out right there on the floor. People start freaking out in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's yeah. standing there with a the fucking bloody knife in her hand. I'm like, oh yeah. shit! Yeah. And then that's when I was like, yo, this this movie has gone to an extra level of sinister. Like, this is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, and that's what it was. It was just like, man, this guy is ruthless. Yeah, yeah. Ruthless. And he was. Like I said, you didn't know him that much, but you just knew this guy was wicked, man. Yeah, he was one sick fuck. Yeah. Uh, and and when she went, you know, to the, to the... It turns out the brother is a lawyer and went to him and he did the will and whatnot. Oh, the brother was an idiot too, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like, I was thinking the whole time he's talking at first, I'm like, well, he, maybe he's in on it. Well, that was the roller coaster ride, too. Like, you know, he seemed like he didn't know anything, and then, then he knew stuff, and then you're like, you're like right. second guessing, and then you right. find out. Yeah. Right. So when she went back to his office and said how, you know, his brother was abusive to him and all that, I'm like, oh, all right. He's not involved. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he hated his brother as yeah. much as everyone else did. And then all of a sudden, when he shows up at the mental ward. Yep. <laughs> son of a bitch. You yep. bastard. Yeah. He's in on it. God damn it. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, and then like shit started getting really crazy too. Like, like cops started getting shot and like, like, like oh, yeah. at first I was like, yeah, there's not a whole lot of people dying in this, you know? And then yeah. like that, that last like half hour, like it was crazy. Well, think about it. If you if you find yourself in the presence of a real nasty enemy who's completely invisible, like I said, the difference between this invisible man and any of his predecessors is that at no single point was there anything you could do to make him visible. Yeah. Like, right. he was covered in rain, he was covered in paint, and it just disappears. Yeah. It disappears under the technology of the optics in that suit. So there was nothing you could do to him to make him traceable. Stab him. Yeah, and and you could hear his voice and whatnot. And the one cop I thought was going to shoot him because he's like pointing the gun yeah. towards him, and it's like, well, wait a minute, just pull the trigger, guy, just pull the trigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty insane, and he just was killing people. He was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm invisible. No one can prove that I'm still alive. And he's just like killing cops as he's leaving the mental ward. Yeah. yeah. That was that was I was just like, whoa, crap. Yeah. And and not only that, he was fucking brutal about it. He wasn't just mm-hmm. killing them. He was, mm-hmm. like, crushing their fucking heads against the wall, fucking stomping on them, whatever. It was pretty nasty. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, you get to the end of that movie. You get to the point now where she's like, I'm, I'm going to take care of this. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, no, he, he is alive. It was his brother who really was the bad guy because they wind up killing him in the suit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was the brother in the suit. Which for a moment there, I kind of questioned it and thought, oh shit, maybe it was the brother. Yeah, that's what I thought too yeah. for like a couple of minutes. I was like, oh, so it was his brother doing it the whole no, time. No, see, I, I I told my wife, I was like, no way. I said, the guy's too smart. I was like, there's no way it was his brother. 
Yeah, and then the ultimate resolution, you know, where she goes to his place with a wiretap, hoping to nail him, uh, you know. You think if they would have called the movie The Invisible Woman, it would have spoiled the ending, or no? <laughs> yeah, it would have. Yeah. Well, that, that was one thing that I was wondering about. Like, like, like I know the suit was a whole bunch of, like, cameras on, like, attached to something. Yeah. Was it like Lycra or like how, how, how would one suit fit to like two different people of different sizes? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It, was, it was stretched out. Cause remember the, the thing it was hanging on was a stretch. Oh yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, Oh, it's, that's it's, right. That's right. And then when she so took it down, it kind of, it kind of shrank down pretty small. That's true. That, Cause that was one thing I was thinking about. I was like, how's that suit going to fit her too? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was stretched out. Yeah, so. so it was, it, was, it was, must've been like a Lycra type material or something. Uh, and, and, and when they showed the cameras active, remember they kind of like, zoomed out and zoomed in and they kind of shrunk a little bit it was weird it was like they they kind of got big and then they shrunk down a little uh it was very interesting uh the the way they portrayed the technology they didn't go into depth so we really don't know exactly how it worked right right but we knew enough that he was some sort of genius you kind of think of it as like i just i just look at it this way imagine uh um maybe maybe we shouldn't spoil the ending either imagine uh, what his name what's his name from facebook uh um Zuckerberg? Zucker, Zuckerberg? Zucker, yeah, ma- imagine Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> imagine Zuckerdick as a um, as a lunatic who's after some chick. You know, he's got the kind of money that could true, develop true. and create that technology and keep it for himself and, and fake his own death and do that shit. So to me, just watching this is like, there has to be, I mean, think about it. When you technology? Think about, yeah, well, yeah, not yeah. only that, when you think about people who are successful in the world, dictators, CEOs, most of them are sociopaths, right? I mean, to, yeah. to, be, to be that successful, you need to have some some sense of ruthlessness and lack of empathy for other human yeah. beings, right? True, true, true. Yeah. So this is not that far-fetched from what the reality could be in the in the 22nd or 23rd century, right? Because we, yeah. have, we have sociopaths out there that have this type of control uh, mm. desire in their life. And if you think mm-hmm, about it, mm-hmm. when his brother was talking about him, he's saying, look, Nobody ever said no to him. And when you said no to him, you he became, lost it. Yeah, you became the hyper-focus of his life. And that is, you know, he's a sociopath who just wants that. It just, to me, is yeah. not that far-fetched from reality. Yeah, you're right. So I can see I can see Stephen Miller being the invisible man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's the one that came up with the idea. Of, oh, uh, you know, if the states want COVID uh, help, they need to eliminate their sanctuary city policies. He tries to slip his shit into every goddamn yeah, but situation. That guy got married. Exactly. Yeah. I can't, All right. I can't so yeah, like I said, alive. I don't know if you want to spoil the ending, but no, yeah, no, I mean, we'll we, I, we we said spoiler alerts, but yeah, we'll leave we'll leave it at the. I don't and think we, we 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 sort of said if it's still out in the theater, we won't really do that either, right? Yeah. True, true, true. Um, uh, so, yeah. Just in summary, for me, I'm going to say, you know, I really enjoyed the movie. It was th- oh, th- I, thoroughly entertaining. I, it's one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say quarantine. for 2020, I say it's probably the best. That's one I've seen in quarantine. In quarantine, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. for me, I'm, I'm going to give it a four and a half stars. I had that in my mind last night, four and a half. I was going to give it four, but okay, we'll go four and a half. All right, so we'll go with the uh, uh, American Nightmare podcast is giving the 2020 release of The Invisible Man four and a half stars. 
Yep. Definitely worth watching. Oh God, yeah. Um, definitely. I was pleasantly surprised for sure. Suspenseful, entertaining, uh, and very well done. Uh, Blumhouse made up for their god awful Black Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, holy crap! Uh, so just you know, in summary, this thing ran seven million dollar budget, hundred twenty six million dollar box office, uh, and that's counting streaming in the box office, of course. Because yeah, I gotta say, like it's probably oh that includes the streaming that people have 50, been doing. fifty oh, yeah. like because oh, yeah. it was only at the box office, it was only in the two theater for like two weeks before shit got shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I will also say this: I don't know where this fits into Universal Monsters. Uh, universe, right? mm, yeah, because Universal wanted to do this dark universe of all their original monsters. The Invisible Man is one of the original, uh, uh, Universal yeah. pictures of monsters, right? You think yep. about you know the mummy, the Frankenstein's monster, the creature of mm. the Black Lagoon, the Dracula, right, uh, right, the Wolfman, and the Invisible Man, right? And, and yeah, so far as the Invisible Man even appeared in what was it, the Abbott and Costello and the Invisible Man. And right. the uh, Invisible Man was with, like, the Wolfman or some other shit in another movie uh, during those uh, 1940s, 1950s. I think in the 80s, too, there was Debbie Does the Invisible Man. Debbie Does the Invisible Man. Wow. I think so. Is that the sequel to Debbie Does Dallas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Well, did Universal put out the Wolfman with the... Uh... Benicio del Toro. In a, yeah, was that Universal? I think I so. I don't know. The Universal owns. They own the property, man, right? right? Um, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, it was like Anthony Hopkins. Oh, that was Wolf, right? Or or no? Yeah, yeah, that was just Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Wolf. Or no? No, Wolf. That was Wolf Michelle. Man was, Wolfman was 2010, right? That was Benicio del Toro. That uh, was that was uh, Emily Blunt yeah. was in it. Hannibal Lecter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins was yeah. in that. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson and Michelle yeah, yeah, Pfeiffer. That was Wolf. Yeah, that was Wolf. Yeah, yeah Michelle okay. Pfeiffer. So, yeah, Wolfman 2010 was Universal Pictures. Yes. Okay. All right. And it didn't do very well. Uh, so now they got two, right? You're saying the Invisible Man was Universal. Oh, there's the Mummy too that just came out like two years Which ago with, was uh, with Tom Cruise. Yep. The Mummy was yeah. a flop because it was a piece of shit. Uh, they had the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in that one, and they were going to make that movie, but they bailed on it after that movie did so poorly. And let's just see. Look I like that. I like that that character and concept, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Well, let's just look back. The Wolfman of 2010, right? That that you know was released by Universal based on the original Wolfman, uh, yeah. starring Benicio del Toro, Anthony Hopkins, Emily Blunt, Hugo Weaving was in it. Music by Danny Elfman. They spent $150 million making that piece of shit, and the box office, <laughs> it only brought home $139, $139. Yeah. It, missed, uh, it awesome. missed making his money back because it yeah. really wasn't that good. Yeah. Mm. And I was excited to see that one, too. And it's sad to see Universal, the, the creators of those monsters, yeah. the guys that yeah. own Not the intellectual right. property of those, and they're just killing the poor franchise. Yeah. They're just killing yeah. it. That's a horror in itself. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, okay. Hey, real quick before we do, um, yeah. we forgot to mention it earlier in the, like, the news and stuff like that, but uh, season two of What We Do in the Shadows has been great. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been fantastic. Yep. I just watched the one before the podcast, the one so from last funny. night. Love yeah. it. So funny. <laughs> the, the curse that they had last night. Oh, the Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Just loved yeah. it. Loved it. <laughs> oh, 
my god. That show is so <laughs> the phone, funny. The phone is bloody. <laughs> the one he answered the phone. It's bloody uh, Sounded like Bloody Mary. It's anyway. such a good show. If, if if you don't watch what we do in the shadows, uh, you got to go check it out. It's it's really good. And watch the movie because I know the movie oh, doesn't yeah. link all that much to the show, but still, the movie's the original, the original writers, the original storyline. Fantastic. Well, they're movie. talking about doing another movie, the, right, yeah, with the yeah. werewolves. Yeah, and just makes well, it and they do show up in the in the one episode of season one, in like episode like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. And for a little bit, they were pissing on the hedges, right? <laughs> yeah, just, that's uh, my werewolf. mother's vulva. Yeah, <laughs> it smells like werewolf piss. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, All right. Yeah. I just wanted to remind everyone about that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely worth watching. And just another note too. Uh, Lock and key. I've heard that's good. It's in my queue. I just haven't watched it yet. Gave me such horrible anxiety, but it was really. It's a horror. Yeah, it's a horror. It's horror. Horror fantasy, like Harry Potter ish. Okay. All right. All right. There's check it out. Blood in it. There's okay. There is death, murder, and horror in it. Yes. It's very okay. All right. I'll have to check it out. Yep. I know it seemed too like Harry Potter's. That's why I haven't really watched no, it, but I do have it in the queue. It's okay, based, it's based on a graphic novel. Once again, it seems like everything is starts as a comic book, yeah, uh, written cool. by uh, Joe Hill, the son of. Uh, of Stephen Those guys King. are killing it. Those yeah. guys are killing it. Yeah, the King yep. family is wrapping it all up for everybody, huh? Yep. All right, so uh, I'm going to thank all you right. for listening. I guess we'll text. Yeah, we'll text. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, but, I, but I just want to wrap up real quick. So I want okay. to thank all of our listeners uh, that have been listening. You know, we are reaching some astronomically high numbers that I do not expect of listeners. 132 some odd listeners of uh, what? of uh, 132 listeners uh, for some of our episodes. Uh, I posted on our Facebook. Uh, we have um, all the devils are here. Happens to be our number one uh, episode. Which, by oh, the way, Jesus. that movie is complete garbage. But somehow, <laughs> if you go to Google and search for all the devils are here, we are on the third page. Uh, so wow! Somehow, uh, not a lot of people are talking about it. There, there, are poli- there apparently is a lot of books called the All of the Devils Are Here. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Uh, that have nothing to do with this movie. Uh, but the fact that 132 downloads of that episode, that's, that's kind of impressive. That is, that is. Uh, for, 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 you know, three guys chatting about uh, horror movies that uh, we don't really advertise this anywhere. So I want to thank everyone that does listen. Uh, I've released three older episodes, you know, being quarantine, I got a lot of extra time. I released three backed episodes that I didn't get to at some point and I had plenty of time now so I edited those posted them the the episode for uh, the chill uh 32 downloads in the first hour oh wow yeah so I'm assuming that people have a set up as a subscription now and the minute I oh, post cool. they are automatically downloading episodes so that's awesome awesome thank uh, you everybody yeah and yeah, if you, you want to give us any feedback, you have any suggestions for future discussions on podcasts, you want to share some hard news or just general feedback, you can email us at feedback at the hyphen American hyphen nightmare dot com or visit our website, the American nightmare dot com uh, and click the feedback button there. Um, make sure you know visit our website. If you're using a good podcast player, like something like uh, Overcast, 
or or using the Apple Player, there is a link. Uh, I do chapters, and I link all the chapters so you can skip ahead to each section of our podcast. I also put notes in there that link back to the website to show oh, wow. you all the news that we discuss and our top five lists that you can read along with as you're listening. Hmm. Um, so everybody, get out there, use a good podcast player, listen to us, enjoy the content, and if you have any suggestions, please uh, give us some feedback, and we're happy uh, to oblige those requests. Uh, until next month, uh, we'll talk again. Thank you. All right. All right. All right so guys. long.